Welcome to The Talking Raven, a podcast about finding the perfect path towards your perfect post-secondary destination. Each episode, we will highlight events you'll want to attend, deadlines you won't want to miss, and share some insight into what makes Carleton University a community like no other. Let's start the show. Hello, Raven family. Welcome back to The Talking Raven. My name is Stanley Philippe. It's been a really great couple of weeks here in the undergraduate recruitment office. We kicked off our virtual high school visits earlier this month, and it's been awesome being able to chat with students who've applied and in some cases are holding offers of admission. I even talked to a couple of students who've accepted their offers already and are really gearing up for their post-secondary experience in a few short months. And it's been great to also connect with parents. Uh, A couple of days ago, I had a conversation with a student. uh, His name is Jacob. Jacob, if you're listening, uh, shout out to you and shout out to your mom. You know, it was really awesome hearing the type of questions that Jacob's mom had. And uh, more, most importantly, you know, seeing how she was supporting her son throughout this application process, throughout this post-secondary journey. And that really coincides with the theme of today's episode. Yes, we are talking about the support networks that are available for you right here at Carlton U. And it's really important for you to understand that while it may seem like a very kind of independent and a singular journey, there's a real communal experience that you're going to be taking part in when you do attend university. And uh, it's all about how you really craft that community and how you take advantage of the resources that are available. So we're going to talk a bit more, provide you with some skills and some tips and some pointers to do just that, to really maximize your support network. And of course, we encourage you to let us know what you're thinking, how you're feeling. We have an awesome Instagram account at Carlton underscore future. And we're always open to not only feedback, but some really cool stories. You know, as you are, again, getting closer and closer to the beginning of your university experience, we want to know how you're feeling. So drop us a line. You can also send us an email admissions at carlton.ca and let us know how you're feeling now that we are in February and we are approaching, again, the end of grade 12 for some of you and in the beginning of year one, again, in a few short months. So a lot of really exciting stuff to uh, to listen to uh, over the next few minutes of the podcast. And of course, we're really excited to get into the flyby. Today's flyby is brought to you in part by Carleton University's campus, where butterfly shows, walks along the canal, and five kilometers of underground tunnels happen. So for today's flyby, I want to take a look back and a look ahead. Looking back to January 30th, 2021, uh, where the Carleton University SOAR Leadership Conference welcomed Martin Luther King III to not only speak on the role that university has to play in advancing equity, diversity, and inclusion on campuses and beyond, but to also kickstart Black History Month here at Carleton University. And what an inspiring talk to be able to listen to and to participate in. Some really great quotes, including the following, quote, the challenge is to always be looking for knowledge, insight, and inspiration, end quote. And that's really the intention behind your pursuit of post-secondary studies is to gain more knowledge, to really understand what's happening in the world, and to inspire the change that may be required to make this world the, the best version that it can be. So really thankful to be able to hear from Martin Luther King III. 
And we're also looking ahead to the March break program happening March 13th to the 20th here at Carleton University. It will be a virtual March break program this year, but a really great opportunity for you to connect with your faculties to also check out that campus that was referred to in the flyby. And uh, and I really am excited to, to hopefully connect with more students and parents through this event. So check out our website and also keep an eye on your Carleton 360 account for more information on how to register for the upcoming March break program. Okay, we have a really great conversation I want you to hear between myself and Rhonda Kelly, a member of the Sprott School of Business and advisor there as well. Rhonda talked a lot about, you know, her passion for the school, her passion for her students, and some really cool tips as well as a preview of a brand new building that you're going to want to check out, not only if you're a Sprott student, but for all the members of the Carlton community. So I hope you enjoy our conversation with Rhonda. Today's guest is someone who truly embodies the Carlton spirit. She's passionate, dedicated, hardworking, and always see you proud. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to welcome Rhonda Kelly to the Talking Raven. Rhonda, how are you today? I'm great. That was quite an introduction, Stanley. I hope I, I live up to those uh, this, those fine words. Oh, you already have it and you continue to do so every single day. And, you know, I, I kind of joke that every every story that's written has its own unique author. So I thought it'd be cool for us to start by talking a bit about your story, about your Carlton journey. How did you end up at a school like ours? I started my journey with Carlton five years ago, and I began that journey with the Sprott School of Business. Uh, I started part-time, just making sure that it was a, a good fit for me. I was so excited to be at Carlton, and I really, I have to admit, I've been drinking the Kool-Aid since I started, Steadly. Living the dream. As I said, I started part-time, and then I became the events coordinator for the Sprott School of Business. About a year after that position, I started in that position, I became the outreach coordinator. They created a new role at Sprott specifically for recruitment purposes. And I worked closely with your team. I really enjoyed doing that. And it has evolved over the last three and a half years. And this year in particular, I've been very grateful to have the addition of the first year transition piece. And what I mean by that is not only now do I meet students at recruiting events, work with them prior to their acceptance at Carleton, but then I also get to work with them as their first year academic advisor throughout their first year, ensuring that we've created a connection with them and that they feel comfortable with that and we can transition through that first year as smoothly as possible because we all know that's not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's funny. Like I remember when I was in high school, like way back when, there was this kind of a misconception that once you got to university, you were on your own. Like you wouldn't have the type of support that you would find in a high school setting with, you know, a guidance office and teachers that are really hands on. But but the advising piece component to the university experience is actually really essential. So maybe you can talk a bit more about your role as an advisor and what does like a a typical meeting with Rhonda look like when you are sitting (laughs) with a a first year student, you know, navigating their first few months at our university? Well, every meeting is a bit different, Stanley, in that some students I met with last summer. And and that's really 
what I'm hopeful for this year is that I can meet with those first year students before they even come in September. Get them familiar with their degree, get them, make sure they're registered in the appropriate courses. I want them to know that we can connect them with an upper year student. I want them to feel comfortable with kind of everything Carleton and everything Sprott prior to that initial transition in September. But for some students, I'm meeting them now for the first time. And I think to your point, they don't always know that there's someone here for them. And and we really do care. It sounds so cliche, but Carleton cares, Sprott cares. We have a whole team of people. I'm the academic advisor, but we also have a business career management center. And we have three amazing people who work within that department as well. I transition with the students in their first year, but then they have three upper year program advisors who work with them throughout their degree. But it's really about finding those resources, right? We're here for you. We absolutely care. Um, Mm -hmm. And then utilizing those resources while they're here. But again, I hear from them, well, I thought I was going to be a number. I thought nobody cared about me, but we really do. And again, it sounds cliche, but these first year students are so important um, to me and, and to my role. And now I'm already making connections. In fact, this week, I'm meeting with a student who's accepted her offer for the fall of 2021. <laughs> and we're going to go through the whole spiel. So what does it look like? It depends. It depends on the time of year. Are we picking courses? Or are they here and they're maybe having difficulty in a course and we're helping them find resources? Or uh, do they just want to chat? This online world has been very difficult to navigate in some cases. We've had discussions about the compassionate grading options, their journey, what it looks like. There's so many students who are being proactive and they want to plan out their four years, but they have to remember it's always fluid. It's always changing. Yeah. And, and it's and it's it's good that you, you point out the the uniqueness of this year and 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 cliches being kind of truthful in many ways. And and one of the cliches that you might hear is that, you know, everyone's story is different and everyone has a different experience. And and it's so true because, you know, you just don't know what a student is dealing with during quote unquote normal times, let alone during a pandemic. So as you're kind of meeting with students and you're and you're talking to uh, to students who are trying to find kind of their their bearings as they, again, first kind of start their university journey. Are there reoccurring questions? Have there been kind of uh, comments or concerns or excitement levels that you've noticed in your meetings with uh, with your uh, first year students uh, this year? I'd say a reoccurring meeting that I have with students is is going through the program, explaining the courses that they're you know required to take, talking about how they can customize this, they can, this, this degree program, they can go abroad, they can do co-op and, and really ensuring that they know that their needs can be met and that their student experience is their student experience. As you said, it's mm-hmm. their story. What type of narrative did they want to create while they're here with us? And academically, quite often you get the same type of experience, no matter what school you choose to go to. But it's really about the student experience that you create at Carleton and how does that look? And then how do you utilize that experience in the years to come? It's it's, it's foundation. And I've heard you talk about that before, that this is truly a foundation. You create your story. And then how is it you build on that? 
Yeah, it's like it's like a picture your your best or your most kind of popular blockbuster movie, and and every student is a star of their own movie. But then you have all these supporting characters or that are around to either uh, move the story along to ensure that the the hero's journey gets com- uh, completed in the most kind of awesome way possible. And and you're you're one of those people that that are doing that. But another thing that helps with the student's story is their location and specifically the uh, the areas on a campus. That they're going to be spending a lot of time on, and with the Sprott School of Business, we have a we have a brand new building on campus. It's called the Nickel Building, and I know we're super excited to, uh, to not only get back on campus, but to see this brand new building in action. And and since you are the outreach coordinator for the Sprott School of Business, maybe you can provide us with a bit of a preview. Maybe tell our future business students uh, what they can expect to see in their new home. Give us the goods. Walk us through <laughs> the Nickel Building through uh, through your kind of lens. Well, and we can't wait to actually walk people through. And that that's our hope is that we can get a video and walk through the building and showcase all of the amazing spaces that we have. And, and we're so proud of the building. That's There's been a lot of thought. And I always say this to people. I, I don't think I realized how much thought was put into a space, to a building, to the landscape. And, and they've done a, a super job from, you know, picking the architects and, and then the sustainable design of the building from the choice of the materials, the landscape, the feel of the building. We have this huge skylight where the sun will shine in. And, and it's not only about the materials we use and the space we create, but it's how you feel in that space. Wow. And so when you walk into this 115,000 square foot building, you walk into an open space. There'll be a, a Bridgehead coffee shop, which we're quite proud to showcase as well. There'll be an innovation hub that will be open to students across the campus. We want to ensure that there's collaborative spaces, innovative learning environments. We've got flexible classrooms, spaces where students can sit down and talk to a faculty member or talk to a staff member, talk to each other. We really are so excited to move in and start networking with our students. And one of the things that students love about our campus and I love about our campus is the tunnels. We have tunnels that connect oh. every single building. So can you <laughs> promise us that the nickel building will be accessible via the tunnels? Is that a is it that is a confirm or deny? Absolutely. That is a confirm, Stanley. <laughs> and in fact, the skylight will shine some light from the nickel building. It'll come through into the tunnels. So I think what you're going to envision is walking down the tunnels <laughs> and then this aha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this this ray of light that showcases our beautiful nickel building. I love it. It's a very kind of visionary yeah. uh, picture that you're painting and a, a visionary kind of example of, of what we want our, our, not only our Sprott students, but what all our students to kind of experience when they're on our campus. And like you said, we're, we're really hopeful that we'll be back on campus fairly soon. You'd mentioned earlier about uh, resources available on campus, and, and there are a lot. There are a lot of different resources, uh, not only for uh, within the Sprott School of Business, but also kind of across, whether it be the registrar office, the library, the Center for Student Academic Support. I mean, the list kind of goes on and on and on. So when you're talking to uh, to students and we're having a bit of a conversation about the support services available, in, in your opinion, what makes Carleton Support Network effective? And how do students really get the most out of the various resources that they can tap into throughout their undergraduate degree? 
Yeah, to your point, I think with the Sprott students, we certainly start with what's available for them specifically at Sprott. So we have an academic advisor in first year, and then we have the upper year academic advisors. We have the Business Career Management Center, and that's an amazing resource for our students. There's also the Career Center at Carleton. We at, at Sprott as well have a student success officer who students can reach out to themselves, you know, if they want to self-identify. But when we as advisors, speak with students. And if we feel they need a little more help than what we're able to provide, we reach out to our student success officer as well. And then, as you mentioned, there's all of those resources with, within Carleton. So the Paul Menton Center and even the Student Experience Office, the ISSO, right, for the international students. It's so important for them, especially this year when they're in their home countries, trying to navigate this landscape they've been a very important resource for us, but it's knowing who to go to. And I think that I'm here to help or I want to help you resonates with the students. And then when they, you know, they talk, maybe it's, I'm not able to help them, but it's finding those resources out Mm -hmm. there at Carleton. And they're, they're so easy to find. I think you have a great website that we're all able to navigate, but we really do care at Carleton. And I think that's a message that I hope resonates with all of our students. Well, I'm sure I'm sure our students are hearing how much how much you care and how much uh, we want to kind of represent our our community as best uh, possible. And so, uh, Ron, I, I want to thank you so much for spending time with us on the podcast. And I, I wish you a very uh, kind of safe period uh, during uh, this uh, pandemic, but also a safe and, and healthy return back on campus when we're there. And hopefully we can grab a coffee over at Bridgehead uh, in the new building. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on, Stanley. Always no. wanted to do a podcast. So this is a dream come true. <laughs> I'm sure you will not be your last. We'll be back with The Real. It's time for The Real, the segment where we have a real conversation with a current or recently graduated student. And today's guest falls into the latter category. Lorena, welcome to The Talking Raven. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Now, full disclosure to our audience, Lorena and I work together in the undergraduate recruitment office. As a matter of fact, you might recognize her from this fall's high school visit program, from Live at Fives, from the the welcome weeks that we've had, from our future Raven weeks that we're going to have in the near future. I mean, she's just all over the map regards to recruitment at Carleton and we're, we're super happy to have her around. So I just start by asking you, what's it been like as a recruitment officer, you know, working for Carleton University and, and spreading the good word? Yeah, I've loved it. I, um, as you said, I was working in the fall and it was really cool just to get to see the experiences that the high school students are having now. Um, It's obviously a very different time than from when I was in high school, but it's been really cool to just be kind of that first person that they're talking to sometimes. And even now in the winter, just getting to talk to some of our applicants and maybe some people that are thinking about applying and just their excitement is really exciting as well. Yeah, you know, we're, we're talking about support services and, and how we can support students. And really our, our role as, as recruitment officers is to do the, just that, is to support students as they are uh, entering their university experience. And then that kind of snow, support snowball keeps rolling and building as they uh, continue on within their degree. And so 
I wanted to ask you to maybe look back at your experience. I mean, you just graduated this past year. How important was the Carlton Network to your success? Yeah, honestly, it was super, super important. During my time at Carlton, I honestly used a ton of services that maybe I didn't even know about before I came to Carlton. And I was actually someone, you know, back in first year, I found it really tough to ask for help. I was someone who kind of thought I could do everything on my own. I didn't really need to ask anyone for any help. That was kind of who I was, but I was really struggling in first year academically and just kind of with that big shift from high school to university. I was the only one from my high school that came to Carleton, so I didn't really know anyone in first year. And I just remember, too, in my first year, writing papers and stuff was really hard because I was still, you know, writing at the high school level, which is, you know, totally understandable. I had just graduated, but I was really struggling to kind of write at the university level. And I remember one of my friends in first year told me about the Writing Support Center, which is a really, really great support that I looked into at that point. And I was still really hesitant, you know, to ask for help and that kind of stuff. But I decided to give it a try. I looked it up online and I made an appointment. And I remember that session really well. They taught me a lot of skills about, you know, how to write a paper, skills I'd never really thought about, never learned about before. And that really shifted my mindset on, you know, asking for help and how normal it is and how you should be asking for help if you need it. That support and that appointment, it really taught me how to write better papers. And, you know, someone who studied sociology, I was writing a ton of papers and I knew that in first year, I knew my whole degree was going to be really writing intensive. So I knew that I needed help and that I needed that first, I needed to take that first step into, you know, getting that support and getting that help that really helped me build my foundation at Carleton. And from there, I ended up using a ton of services and I really realized how great the Carleton community is and how strong the network really is. Because if you need help with something, there's definitely someone who can help you. And, you know, there's no judgment either. I was really scared of, you know, being embarrassed to ask for help and that kind of stuff. But There was never any judgment from, you know, the writing support center or any of the other services that I ended up using. And we always talk about how great the Carleton community is. And that's where I really saw it firsthand as a student. It's so interesting, you know, you mentioned about going into university and and not knowing what type of support you would need and thinking that you can kind of do it independently. And I always think about sports in that situation where, you know, premium athletes, people like, you know, the Kobe Bryant's and the, the Michael Jordan's and the LeBron James of the world, you know, they have coaches. And and every year, they every offseason, they go into the offseason thinking, well, what's my weakness? So what's the area that I need the most help in? And how can I develop that? How can I make that a strength? And so, Lorena, as you kind of went into your, your upper years, were you able to kind of shift your focus and identify certain areas that you maybe weren't as strong in? And how did you kind of uh, overcome that and develop that skill? Yeah, for sure. So after you know, taking that writing kind of session and getting that um, extra help with that, I really realized that I needed help with other skills as well. So things like studying and note taking and time management were really big struggles of mine. All throughout high school, I, you know, I was a figure skater and that was kind of my priority. I still, you know, cared about school and did well in school, but 
it was really hard for me to shift into university where my main priority was school. So time management was something I really, really struggled with. And I was able to actually take some workshops uh, with the Center for Student Academic Support that focused on time management and a lot of other, you know, workshops that I didn't realize like exists or that I even needed help with, like note taking. I thought I was an okay note taker in high school and even in first, second year, but I really realized I wasn't probably the best note taker, you know, though not the most efficient note taker. So I ended up taking some of those workshops as well. And just as time went on throughout my degree, I noticed that, you know, there were other skills that I just needed help with that maybe I didn't realize I needed in high school or first year. Yeah. So be be open, be open to, you know, uh, identifying different skills and different areas that you can, you know, improve or, or continue to, to strengthen. And and also think about the, the social elements, too. And I know that you were able to uh, kind of enjoy your time in university. And, and maybe you can touch on some of the ways that you were able to cultivate uh, a social community at Carleton as well. Yeah, of course. So with all the academic help that I got, it actually helped my social experience as well, because I was able to do my schoolwork better. I was able to get better grades. I had, you know, a lot more free time because I learned how to manage my time better. So it really opened up a lot of opportunities to get involved at Carleton as well. And if I didn't have all that support, I maybe wouldn't have been able to take advantage of all of that. We have like our uh, fall orientation week that we have every year that's run by the student experience office. And that's another great support service that we have. Um, When I was in first year, I did fall orientation week and that's where I got to know Carleton. That's where I got to know a lot of people that I still talk to to this day, you know, five years later. And I even got to volunteer in my second and my fourth year as a fall orientation facilitator where I got to make really great memories and I got to meet a lot of people and obviously help welcome um, some of the new Ravens to campus. And it was because of the skills that I got throughout, you know, that academic support, including like talking to a professor, talking to a teaching assistant, even just going online and like searching tips and tricks, stuff like that, really gave me the opportunity to thrive socially as well as academically here at Carleton. Yeah, it's it's a community experience, you know, and, and that's really a, a big takeaway for, for all of our students as they kind of navigate their degrees is that, you know, you're not going through this alone. And uh, whether it be the academic support, whether it be your professors, the, the staff members that, that make up your departments, and, and most importantly, the students, your fellow students that are going to be in your classes, in your social groups, in your, your club societies. Like there are just there's a lot of people that are going to be going through uh, similar challenges and experiences. And if you can connect, it's going to really amplify uh, that experience, too. So, Lorena, thank you for connecting with us. Do you have any kind of uh, shameless plugs or or when, when can we next see you on the recruitment scene? Uh, Yeah. So if you want to talk to me one on one, we have our future Raven coffee breaks that you can sign up for online. You don't just have to talk to me. You can talk to any other of our staff members or maybe some current students that are in the program that you are interested in. We also have our, you know, high school visits that are coming up. So maybe your high school has one planned with us. So I'll maybe get to see you there. But you can connect with us on our Instagram and all our social media as well. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, we'll be back with more of the Talking Raven. 
I want to thank Rhonda and Lorena for offering some amazing insight into the support networks that really make Carlton's community a, a unique one. And I also want to give a big shout out to all of you out there who are playing a supporting role, whether it's a family member, a friend, a colleague, a coworker even a stranger. You know, we all need some help. We all need support. And we're all really in this together. And so I I hope that uh, you gain a lot of really great information from today's episode. And you're feeling much more confident about the type of uh, networking community that will be waiting for you here at Carlton U. I'm super excited for our next episode. We're going to have an awesome conversation about balance. How do you balance your academic pursuits with your other interests? And um, some really cool guests lined up for it. So you're not going to want to miss it. And I also am excited for the spring season that is right around the corner. Yes, winter is can be fun, but I'm ready for some spring action. So looking forward to the snow melting, the birds singing, and the arrival of some warmer weather. Until next time, this has been The Talking Raven. My name is Stanley Philippe, and remember, you have a lot of greatness inside you, so don't be afraid to unleash your inner awesome.